Hey guys, welcome to episode three of the Middle Class Musician Podcast. This episode I got to sit down with Brandon and Jamie Fraley, who are uh, also known as Two Story Road. Uh, that is their country duo, and it is great. Uh, you can hear a clip of their music at the end of this episode, and you can also go to middleclassmusician.co and um, go to the show notes page and look up them and find more information on them. And please do that. Um, also, just so you guys know, this was the first episode. This is episode three, but this was the first episode I ever recorded. Um, so first time I'd ever done a podcast. Uh, it seems like just yesterday. And um, it actually wasn't just yesterday, so it's not even punny. It's just or it's nothing. So I'm just going to let it be what it was. But anyways, so I most of it I don't think I'm too terribly awkward. Right at the beginning, uh, I just sound like I got punched in the stomach for like five seconds and then I snap out of it. Um, it's that weird moment where you're having a conversation with two people and then all of a sudden you press the red button and now it's a podcast. So, so yeah, but yeah, it's great. Uh, the audio is a little different because I went to them on this one, so I kind of had a makeshift setup. But hopefully you guys can hear everything fine. It's a little reverby just because of the room we were in. Um, but who cares? Right, guys? But yeah, it was a great episode. Great people. I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. And that's it. Enjoy, guys. two-story road and uh how did uh how did you guys actually just give your background of what you are doing now and then we'll dive into kind of how we get there all right well let's give the short version because that alone could take an hour <laughs> to, yeah. tell, to tell our backstory. And I, know we, I know we only have three hours. In this right, 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 right. right. I want to make sure we get it nice and short. Yeah. And you just lost all your listeners. <laughs> <laughs> three hours, I'm out of here. So, um, well, we met at Belmont as well. We did. And uh, we're, we are married. We got married back when I was still in school. And um, it, was, it was a while back. I'm not going to say how we long started, ago. We started, <laughs> um, yeah, we just started working. Right out you of college. You graduated before me. Yeah, so I had a, a few years of head start. Right, right. Um, How big, what was the difference in the years? I, I was a senior and she was a, a freshman. freshman. Scandalous. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's, so, yeah. Was there pressure from from the from the other seniors? Was it like, oh, you're just picking off the you know, freshman? I, I remember, see, the thing was, like, everybody, all of my close friends knew that I hadn't, I hadn't dated. Okay. Like, yeah. I hadn't gone on one single date my entire time. four years of them. I was wow. just tunnel vision music yeah. and you know you going there like the people within the music program it's like you know it's not an easy school to get into right, so right. the people I, I kind of consider it like a Ivy League of music schools mm-hmm. and if you get into that school you're not there just because it's something fun to do in the week. Right, it's like right. you're there because you worked your tail it's off full time to get in there and you're working outside it is and yep. so like all the people you hang out with have the same thing so it you know it wasn't ever uh ever there was no like pressure to like hang out with a girl and think oh people are going to think we're dating because everybody everybody there had such a huge passion for music Mm -hmm. so it was kind of like a big youth group almost in a thing where you would see a 
a guy sitting with two girls and think, wow, he's a player. I was like, no, right. it, he literally yeah, is a guitar player. And he's <laughs> literally just yeah. walking that way. He's a guitar one, player. Right? Yeah. He's a guitar yeah. player, not a player. But everybody hung with everybody. And, and it, was, it was weird, like, looking back now, like, man, how come I never thought that those two were dating or those two? Right. Because it was just music kind of just was the fog. Thing. You know? Did you ever use that, though? You never went on an official date. Did you ever have, I've been known by myself before to use a co-write. As kind of a covert way to be like, this girl's kind of cute. Yeah, kind of. Let's, let's, let's I, I asked him to so play said, okay. for me. Yeah. To play piano for me. I mean, yeah, there was, okay. I mean, there was girls it's that, kind of, were, yeah, that were yeah. cute, and I would write a song about it, and that's as far as my relationship okay. with that girl would go. Would you write it with them? No. no write, like, write it by first no. chorus, and then be like, I you want to come write the song with me? Yeah. And, and I think only right. only one person ever even knew that one of those songs was about her. Okay. Like You're so, I so, so I I wasn't even trying to use yeah. it. That's the thing. Like looking back, I was like, man, I could have had some dates, man, because right, those right. were they would have liked had those girls know knew who the songs were about. But yeah, I just it wasn't all the girls love those songs. I just didn't. That wasn't what right. I was there for. So right, right. Yeah. so when I finally did like you know start having an eye, like I had a. You know, there was a little bit of that, dude, he's a freshman, but everyone's like, dude, he, Brandon hasn't dated the whole time. Like, <laughs> he's, he's way behind. Like, please ask a girl out <laughs> right, on right. a date. We want to make sure you know how to you know, yeah. before you go on the real world. Yes, right. they were very happy for him. <laughs> so because of that, the, right. the whole, you're dating a freshman because it wasn't a big deal. They, they it wasn't that big of like, a deal. At least right. she's alive. You know, because right, right. I could have, it could have been like, the, dude, he's getting out of here in six months. He's getting desperate now. Right, right. No one will say yes from me. You know, I asked right. him a freshman now, you know. Oh, yeah. But, well, we don't have, for being like a, it's like a Christian community, they call it now. We yeah. don't have like the ring by spring mentality that a lot of, I've heard of a lot of like private Christian schools have that kind of mentality of like, you get married by like sophomore year and it's like, you got to be like, you know, getting together. But we, Belmont, wow. fortunately, didn't, I didn't get that vibe, especially no. because most of my friends are not married. So if, if that vibe was there, we didn't pay attention to it. Yeah, we you're right. I didn't. But, yeah, they don't, I, I never really. I got married still in school, but I think I was the only one. Right, right, right. <laughs> I think so. the thing they pounded more to was deals aren't real. Like, you know, record deals don't exist. Just just, yeah, yeah. just know that's well, not going to happen. they might exist, but you will deal. never get yeah. one. Right, right, right. More than, just kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, no, so we. Very hard to get. So we dated and, and I graduated um, and uh, I um, just through through just chance and, and luck and meeting the right people and just a little bit of a, a little bit of grace. Um, my music found its way out to LA and got into the hands of the president of Sony Music Publishing and she offered me a co-publishing deal and so I started writing for Sony just, I don't know, maybe... Um, just a couple of years after graduated, but even after okay, graduation, yeah. like I was just doing like demo work. I was producing right. demos for people and, and trying to, you know, find ways to, um, you know, pay the bills without having to work a real job, work a real job, which, <laughs> which I was fully prepared to do. But yeah. And, and to be honest, it started out as supplemental income. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. next thing you know, it's like, wait, is this calculator right? Cause I could not. I could not have this paycheck yeah. anymore, and just do this full time. And that was a that was a great day. How long did it take? So post school, how long did it take to be like doing that calculation? Well, like, I'm I got really job. lucky because I, I was working. Um, I was I was a I was working at a restaurant my senior year, and um, and. But you quit, I think, right before you graduated. I quit right before I graduated because I I got offered to go on a. Uh, 
a weekend a, tour. A weekend tour. A, a good a good friend of mine that I had known for Just a while. One weekend. He was playing. What's that? <laughs> one and weekend. Every weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And every weekend. I Just one weekend. I got a great weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna get paid one it's weekend a, a year for the whole year. <laughs> That's um, what I go for. Yeah. But yeah. Um, he was uh, he was playing at churches yeah. on Sunday mornings. And Sunday night, so he would leave Saturday, come home Monday. And, and he took a full band. He took a full so, band. Oh, wow. and, and so we did, gosh, probably 40, 45 weekends a year. Mm-hmm. Like it was mm-hmm. every weekend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so that was enough because I was, you know, I was, I had two roommates, so the rent was divided by three. Right. So your bills were very low. They were. So, <laughs> like, I think um, as long as we did at least, I think three weekends a month covered my, yeah, my, yeah. my entire, like, gas, rent, utilities right, the right. whole the whole groceries the whole thing so um so it kind of freed me up during the week to like yeah. figure out which i gave me a huge advantage because most people they only have a couple of days a week right. when they're not working and they're exhausted because they've been working anyway. yeah so we would come we home you know monday morning mm-hmm. and you know and i'd have all day tuesday wednesday thursday friday to kind of just see what's going on and try yeah, to yeah. try to get my name out there and so I did. I did that for a couple of years while she was still finishing up school, and right. um, so by the time she graduated, I had already started like building a little bit, a little bit of a rolodex right. and started meeting people. And so when she graduated, she, she like stumbled into right into that. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah I got so. lucky with, <laughs> with your it's rolodex. It's the next best thing. You could marry into wealth, or you can marry into connections. Yes, but, yeah, that's yeah. what I did. Because you'd spent two or three years it. with your connections. Yeah. And then I graduated and... and All of a sudden, my connections were your connections. I know. (laughs) And I got offered a tour pretty much right away after I graduated. Like months you were on a tour with us. Yeah. Within a month, do you say, or months? Um, I think I graduated May, so by July, I got in the call, and then I think we didn't leave till August or September. But you had rehearsals and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, I had met a a producer here in town um, through one of my connections over ASCAP and hit... Producer's name was Tommy Sims, who I was a huge fan of growing up, and so it was. So I I started working with him, and then um, we were just we were just got to know each other, and then. Um, well, and you had that publishing deal, so. Yeah, that, so that helped. Yeah. It yeah. gives you a little bit of validity because this town's full of amazing writers, right, right. and so when you and can they give say, you some. You know. They gave you some assignments to write for, and then you would call your buddy Tommy Sins and say, "Hey, yeah, let's write so for this thing together." And I would try to throw him a bone to try to like share the wealth, and, yeah. yeah, you know. And so I had kind of nurtured that relationship. Um, and then he asked me; he was working on a um, uh, a gospel artist named um, Jackie Velasquez, mm-hmm. and so I started working on that record. And so, and then there was Jackie wanted to. There was a last minute song that she wanted to have on the record, and. Tommy didn't have time to produce it, so she asked if I would produce it with her. And so she would come over to my studio. Um, and that's how mm-hmm. Jamie got oh, to I be. Met her. That's how you okay. met her, and mm-hmm. she got to be, become friends with Jackie. And then when that album was finished, they needed a background vocalist, and they were already friends. So like right. you know, and and as you know, in this town, it's all about relationships. Right, like right. you've got to have like you know the more legitimate like friendships you can have with people, the easier yeah. it's going to be, and the yeah. more um, opportunities. You know, it's nothing's guaranteed, but right, if you've right. got friends, not just in high places, just if you just have friends in lots of it's places, yeah. it's the it's going to increase the chances of that phone ringing, yeah, which yeah. is at the end of the day, that's what you want. Right. You want to get the call for whatever. Or the text. So, yeah, so she graduated and like mm-hmm. two or three months later, like, that's you know, great. she was on that tour and that lasted four years and mm-hmm. and that actually led to her to her getting the Kara Endwood gig. Right, right. Um, 
because because the people that I met on people that on that tour. ended up becoming mm-hmm. people that worked with Carrie. Right, right. And they're like, hey, we we know a girl who's cool, and yeah. and she's she she knows how to live with guys on a bus, yeah, and she yeah. doesn't hog the bathroom for hours. And you know, again, it was it wasn't she's the best singer ever. And they they knew she had the the skills to do it, but yeah. more importantly, she's cool. Yeah. I've hung out with her, right. you know, because what most people may or not realize is that you know you're on stage for an hour and a half two hours of the day right the other 22 hours is you are hanging out with other people right so close quarters i have i have i have seen in in person less talented people get a gig because they're just a better hang right right they're just cooler to hang out with because you know and they're like well we'd rather have someone who's gonna you know be an a minus than an a plus because the A plus, we cannot stand to be around him or her, right, or whatever, right. and and you, you know you got to be easy to live with because it's it's living out there. Yeah, you got yeah. suitcases and you're out for you're gone for weeks, months at a time, and yeah. you're close quarters, and I mean it it becomes they become your roommates. Right, they really right. do. So you know yeah. if you have issues, they they come to the surface we quick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they really do. That's uh, that's funny. so. What when you're looking at in your guys' then experience, because you were both then on the road for a while mm-hmm. with different people, yeah. what's the what's the, the the most annoying thing that somebody could do while being on the road with you that they don't realize? Like if they're not as good of a hang, what's like a what's a trigger that some people don't realize about themselves um, that maybe if you do this you can stop so that way you can get a living. That's so, a really good question. Or one. It doesn't have to be like the top. Well, there's probably several things. I mean, I don't know what the most annoying thing <laughs> right, is. Right, right. I mean, I'm sure when it's a co-ed bus, there's plenty of things that like girls can do to annoy guys, such as like hog the bathroom and right. <laughs> have their stuff scattered everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, what about you know. farting? Is that a, is uh, it just commonplace? That is, that is frowned upon. It depends on the bus and it depends on if it's a co-ed bus. I think that if girls aren't around guys will just you know do whatever they have to do all the time they were they would always try to be very respectful of me though when i was around okay (laughs) they would they would try you you were really i mean we we both had been really lucky to to have been on tours where it becomes a family Mm -hmm. because i have i have heard stories from other people or where we're out we're out i'll tell them my experiences and they're like of course yeah man that's how it is in our bus it's kind of like every man for himself and i'm like man that's I mean, Stop. and they're all civil, but, right. you know, like my dates with Danny Goki and Gretchen Wilson, like we were, you know, a, we were, we were kind very of a family close. out there, but everybody right. was very close. Everybody kind of looked out for each other. Yeah, yeah. Everybody kind of stick together and, and everybody say, also knew that the bus was kind of the only kind of sanctuary or, or safe place we had a right. lot of times that it's like, so everyone knew like on both the tours I was, I was on, like everybody was really respectful about bringing guests on yeah. the bus, whether it was a, whether it was a show day or a day off, because yeah. everybody had the mindset, how would I feel if somebody showed up to my house right. uninvited with people that I didn't know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is kind of a weird, weird thing. Sometimes people bringing like 10 guests up on the bus and then you're just kind of forced to hang out with them the and then just takes right. over. Yeah. Cause that's the only place you can, you know, yeah. you know, I would say one ride. thing, yeah. one thing that always annoyed me on, on both tours I was on and it, you know, and I'm sure I was guilty of it, but you know how a tour bus is laid out. You have like the front living room area 
and then the where all the bunks are in the middle. Right. And in the back, there's a there's a back lounge, the TV, and the, so you got two different places that you can kind of hang out and watch yeah, yeah. TV, video games, and watch movies, whatever. But the there's there's doors that that you can close off, so the so the bunks can literally be completely closed off right. from the okay, front yeah. and the back. So whether it was in the morning or late at night or just taking an afternoon nap, it always drove me crazy when somebody would come on the bus and grab something out of their bunk and then leave, but then leave the door open. Oh, yeah, yeah, so that yeah. way, if anybody came in the bus, I would hear that door open. I would hear... All the conversation. I would hear the entire conversation. Yeah. If they turned the faucet on for water, got something in the drawer, turned the TV on. Yeah, yeah, Same yeah. thing in the back lounge. Like somebody would be in the back lounge come to their bunk, grab a phone charger, go back to the back lounge, yeah. hit hit play on their movie, but will forget to shut the right, door. Right, and right. I'm like, you know, and it's one of those things like when you lay in, like at, at night, like at night when you lay in bed yeah, and after yeah, about yeah. a half hour, the, the slightest noise becomes loud right. for the same reason that light seems so much brighter after you've been asleep for a while. Yeah. It's like, you know, and uh, man, that would just, yeah. and, and so you think, okay, I'm either going to lay here and deal with it or I'm going to force myself to get out of bed even though I'm really, really comfortable Yeah. and get out of the blankets. Is your dog dying? <laughs> is that our dog? I think it is. No way. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the sound Connor said she makes. Is that a new noise? I've never heard her do that. <laughs> I've never. It's like a really bad howl. <laughs> ever. So she heard howling and she's trying to. Should we let her out? Yeah, I mean that's that'll be fine. Sorry. That's so funny. <laughs> that was a sad little it noise. It was a really sad. It sounds like a meowing. I know. It sounds like a cat. That's meow. very funny. She's sad. She hears us talking. Yeah, she wants to be a part of it. Yeah. Oh well. What's uh? What was oh yeah yeah I feel like that's class like roommates so in general yeah they'll because I, I do the same the worst thing about roommates is that usually the thing that annoys you the most you do it as well so like even, I'll be sitting there getting mad at them and I'll be like and they're I just getting did mad this at last you. night and I yeah. didn't even think about it but I think right now they should be thinking about it for some reason you yeah. know whether leaving a door open or well what's funny to me is that you were annoyed that they would leave the door open but they were probably annoyed that you were sleeping in the middle of the day <laughs> Right, right. It's always like a, quiet, there's always you know? two sides. Yeah. You, sure. When you're in bed, you're like, it's been a half hour, and you're like, they're still making noise. Yeah. And you're like, well, he's still he's in bed. Still he's sleeping. Been, yeah. I'm trying to wake him up. But it would happen. It would happen at night. Like if somebody, with whoever the first person was to get up in the morning, right? You know, right. whether it's seven a.m. Yeah. or ten a.m. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, or, or like, you know, it's midnight. I'm going to bed. Yeah. And it's one thirty in the morning, and someone decides they can't sleep, and so they're going to watch a movie, and they, yeah. and they, they're in the back lounge, and they come up. To use the bathroom and they head back and right, right, what'd right. you forget to do? <laughs> so, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So that's like, an, I remember that was one thing that I was going to like, oh, yeah. just shut the door, man. <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah, it's just remembering those little things. The, uh, the, yeah, that, especially if you've never lived with anyone mm -hmm. or even living with a family doesn't count because I was a terrible roommate, I think, when I lived at home. My dad always, always say I was too loud. And like I would be like, no, oh, that's fine. I mean, you should just stop going to bed so early. And I'm like, oh, I was just being a jerk. <laughs> but uh, so I think I, I think I learned when I've since I've become a, a real roommate. Yes. Um, but um, so then, when when you guys then so you're out of school, you're doing the pub deal mm -hmm. while you're on the road then for a while. Is that how it works, or were you also? Yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah. I was I was initially right at, right out of the gate. I was I was writing. 
Um, and I stopped, I stopped the weekend touring thing at that point. Yeah, and I yeah. just was a full-time writer. Okay. And I did that for, um, did that for a few years. And then I think you got the Gretchen Wilson job. Yeah, right how far into school was that then? That was, um... Three or four well, years I, after school. Yeah, three or four years after that. And oh, that, yeah. was, that was because my roommate of my junior year was running... Um, Monders oh, okay. for Gretchen. Gotcha. And then I had another friend that I had known who was on that tour. Yeah, yeah. And she was having, you know, closed door, obviously, um, auditions. Yeah, yeah. But they both said, hey, you know, this guy I went to school with, because she was looking for someone who could play and sing. And, right, right, right. And um, so that was, you know, That's great. That, was the, that was the only reason that I even got a chance to audition right, to right, that right. gig. It wasn't yeah. because That's I was like, everybody knew in town, like nobody knew who I was. Right. But, Especially in country music. You hadn't played for anybody yet. I hadn't played for anything yeah, in country music. I was doing a lot yeah. of pop stuff because I was signed out of Sony LA, living yeah. in Nashville. So I was asked to do a lot of pop stuff. Right. And, yeah, yeah. Right. And, um, and then Christian music. Because there's a big Christian market here right. in town. Yeah, and yeah. I had to met some people that were doing that. But yeah. Um, but your first break in country so music because was they were on her on her staff and they had you know a good relationship and good friendship with her they trusted it's like hey well I'll, I'll see you I'll see yeah. him I'll see yeah. him we'll bring him in and I ended up you know I ended That's up getting the gig. the gig yeah how is that for someone who's never done like an audition for something like that how does that work then when they pull you in and say they is it like a you know in front of 30 people is you know like that was um it was funny because I remember I remember going to that audition thinking I'm probably not going to get this gig <laughs> because it's it's Gretchen Wilson and right. she had like Redneck Woman had just I remember that song yeah, like it, it had been number one for just a few weeks so yeah, she was oh, like okay, yeah. I mean it was still early on but everybody knew like up, yeah. this yeah. girl just came out of nowhere yeah. and just blew up and so I thought and she's a Redneck Woman I yeah. haven't really done hardly anything in country right. so I'm going to just make a strong showing and you know, do myself proud, make a good impression, but I, I really like, and not to like, you know, be overly like humble. I just, I right. didn't really think I was going to get it. Yeah. And I think because of that, my nerves were totally relaxed. Yeah. I mean, I remember, I remember walking, well, I got to the audition and there was a sign up sheet and it said your name, your time slot and who recommended you. Okay. So next to my name was the two guys from Belmont everyone else on the list recommended by Reba McIntyre Tim McGraw um, I mean it was every artist and I'm like yeah I'm not gonna do this because <laughs> these guys have yeah, played yeah. country yeah. longer than I have yeah. and um, so after I saw that it was like alright this is fine. you know this it's will be practice. fun I'm gonna yeah. go in I'm gonna do what I've learned from Belmont yeah. and, and then and I, I, so much of the fact that they said, okay, you're going to come in, go on stage, keyboard's already set up, um, you're going to play with, with the band and play through. I walked right by Gretchen, didn't even see her. And yeah. apparently, she told me later, she was like, uh, hello. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't, yeah. I just was just. Playing hard to get. I, yeah. I was yeah. literally like, yeah, I'm sure it came <laughs> off hard to get, but in my mind, I'm like. I'm going to do this and get out of your way so you can see the real piano right, players because right. I'm not, you see know. That, yeah, and, yeah uh, Reba McIntyre is And so right, right. we played through we played through the, the three songs I had to learn yeah. and then Gretchen came up to the stage and the first thing she ever said to me, she's like, let me ask you a question. Are you nervous right now? And I was like, uh, no, not really. She's like, okay, okay, just... And I thought, oh man, like that. Yeah. How do you kind of like, you know, like it was just kind of a weird thing. But it, I think I was like, oh man, I've been so, so not getting 
hung up on, am I going to get it? That now I've made a bad impression. Right. Like, I don't care. Right, you know what I mean? right, right. Are you even nervous? I do care. I do, do you care. you know who I am? I'm the you know what I mean? woman. Right. Yeah. Do you even and, care um, about me at all? <laughs> and so, and um, she goes, all right, great. Thanks. And um, and I remember left and I, I called her after I got in the car and, how'd it go? I'm like, oh, I, you know, I didn't mess up, but I'm yeah. like, I'm not, I'm not there's no it. way. I'm not yeah. getting and it. And I was like, that's okay. We don't care either way. You can right. get it. You can yeah. not get it. It was whatever. a cool chance. Care. And, oh, you know, yeah. and that was at one o'clock and I was home. It was four 30 and the phone rang and yeah. yeah. And you're, you're the guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's like, great. Was like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Did you like go back then in your mind and replay and be like, all right, so what is like, you got to figure out what made them, you know, when you know you're going up against people who are just as good players. You know what? I'll tell you, I can, I can literally tell you, and this isn't like a confidentiality thing. My roommate called me like an hour later, said, did they call you yet? I said, yeah, yeah. He goes, okay, good. Cause I don't want to be the one to tell you, but they told me they were calling you at five o'clock, whatever. And he said, he goes, you are never going to believe how you got this gig. And I was like, please tell me, because I'm, I'm still like, <laughs> trying to how in the world did I beat out yeah, yeah. these guys? And he said, there was only one of the three songs I had to play had a, had a piano solo. Yeah. The other ones were just, just they want to make sure you can play with the band and keep time. Most, it's not and, um, and the one thing that I was taught at Belmont was whenever you play for someone else and you're playing their music, play what's on the record. Even if you think you can take a better solo than what's on there, whether mm. it's six months old or whether it's 20 years old and you're thinking, oh man, times have changed, I can kill that solo. He said, that artist agreed to that solo. Right. Because they liked it. Because, and I'm sure the guitar player at the time probably took four or five solos and the artist said, no, that's the one I want. So they right. said, that's, that's the one they want for a reason. Yeah. And so I, I taught, I, was, I remember that at Belmont. Yeah, so yeah. I came in and I played the piano solo on Cheatin' was the song, had a piano okay, solo. Yeah. I played it to the T. And my roommate, when he called at the time, or when he, you know, the guy that was my roommate said, the reason you got the gig is because the first thing we said after the auditions, Gretchen said, I like Brandon. Does anyone know why? And they're like, why? He goes, he was the only one who played the solo just like it is in the recording. Everybody else messed it up, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they didn't play any wrong notes, but it wasn't, it wasn't the one here. on the audition. And I'm sure they're, and I guarantee, I'm sure those were a lot more elaborate no, yeah, than yeah. the ones that I played. Mm-hmm. But They were trying to show off. Right. Yeah. Well, you think, oh, I have to play everything like yeah. the record, and then I, this is my chance to show yeah, them how really show what I can do. Yeah. And I, I played it note for note, and I was yeah. like, there it is, there's your solo. That's and good piece I of mean, advice. they also liked that I it's, had a high voice, and you know, there was things, but right. that was one thing that really stood out in Gretchen's mind. Yeah. She was like, you well, know, he had the decency to play my solo. Yeah, well, I'm sure the goes. fact that you were a crazy good background vocalist was it helped. It helped a little bit. Did the <laughs> uh, the spurs on your cowboy boots also probably help? Oh the situation man! Or? Yeah, I had to I had to duct tape them on there because the bur- the boots that I had did not come with spurs. Right, right. <laughs> so I had to. They were just Clark's. I remember when you. Yeah. I didn't even know if Clark's were. You know what? I, I, long they've been a thing, but I knew that I needed to wear boots for that audition, and I went down to boot country on yeah. Broadway, and I was like, there's no way. Did you actually, like, so I ended, neck up? No. I ended up buying okay. a pair of boots at Dillard's. You bought Dillard's, yeah. Dillard's boots. Those that was as country as you were going to go. And I still have them. I still, yeah. they're, they're all, like, scuffed up, so they look a little more legit now. Right. But, yeah. Shiny. Little yeah. Boots. yeah, I don't think I ever told Gretchen that her keyboard player had boots that were on Dillard's. She probably would have been like, "Nope, you're out. You're, you're fired." Great solo, but, but terrible boots. Yep. Yeah, so that was like kind of just a, a fluke thing that yeah, yeah. The, the you know the the little lesson of play it just. 
play the record right man. until the re- until the artist says i'm tired of hearing it that way please take liberties yeah assume not to shows well, that you have an ear too yeah I and mean, that's kind of how i got my job with carrie too i was able that's to exactly how you got your care i was able to get on the short list of girls auditioning because i knew the guy that became her band leader from my jackie velasquez gig okay yeah. so he recommended you know he put my name down and yeah. gave me a good recommendation but i still had to audition right and um i sang it was a recorded eight, audition the, yeah in the studio here's the music i had to sing we're taking the back on vocal before out. he cheats and one other song. one take just go yeah one take mm-hmm. here you go play and record and um, recorded like with a band or it's no. just in studio no, it was like the studio oh, okay. like the 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 instrumental version yeah. from her album yeah. with her voice with her on voice it on and it. they just took the background vocal off yeah okay and, and i had to sing it okay As in the if, studio is that to make it easier to like go back and listen or is that just a like yeah it was for, it was for them so that they could go back and listen and figure out how well i learned what i was supposed to learn and yeah. how well i blended with carrie okay so i just studied those recordings like yeah yeah well, and the biggest Straight thing is up. you, you kind of changed your voice a little bit. Yeah, to try I tried to, to sound like whoever it was that sang them on the record, and I tried to sound like Carrie. Right, <laughs> You right. know, I tried well, to sound like... the goal, isn't it? Sing, yeah, yeah. To blend. When you sing yeah. Carrie does a lot of her own background vocals, and you can tell yeah. it's her on there. And yeah, on most songs, it is her. And um, so I just tried to sing exactly like they wanted it to sound yeah, and, and not try they, to add my own thing. I think they said they presented Carrie with like the top three finalists that they liked and mm-hmm. then she was like, that girl sounds like girl me. sounds like me. Oh, great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Uh, that that sounds, sense. You know, and then you did the same thing with Jackie. Uh-huh. Jackie's like, well, I, I want can I hear her sing one of my songs? Yeah. And so she came over a couple of days later and I played her and it was like 30 seconds in and she goes, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Turn, turn my background vocals off. I want to hear Jamie. And I couldn't have a smile because I couldn't wait to say, that is Jamie. You were like, I'll turn him up for you. I can turn him up. But she goes, mine are off? My voice is off? No, those are all Jamie's voices. She goes, she sounds just like me. (laughs) But, you know, again, that's, you kind of learn, like, you know, it's not about just hitting the note as good as you can and as loud as you can. It's It's about blending with the lead. Blending is like, I mean, blending and make or break Mm -hmm. a gig. You know, same thing with, I mean, you being a guitar player. It's not about just playing the part. It's like, does the tone sound right? Right. I mean, you could be playing Mm -hmm. the part all day, but if you sound, if your guitar sounds like death metal and you're playing country, it doesn't matter if you're playing the right country lick. It's like, that does not sound right. That sounds like death. Right, right. (laughs) So. Yeah. So what would you, as for singing BGVs then, as a guy then, for Gretchen, Mm -hmm. what's the best way to, because it's, it's a little easier to like intellectually be like, right, I'm going to sound like Carrie when you're a girl then. Yep. So what if you're trying to sound like a girl? Are you just matching syllable kind right. of sounds? Question. Matching- <laughs> yeah, I had, to, I had to learn to chew my R's and, okay, yeah. you know, home wrecker. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's not how I pronounce it, but that's how she pronounces right, it. Exactly. So yeah. if I'm saying wrecker, it's not going to, it needs to be the same way. And then I had to, um, um, I had to thin my tone a little bit, okay, take yeah. some of the air out of it because I had my my just natural tone tends to be a little airy mm-hmm. and hers has a little bit of an edge to it so right yeah. um Throw a little grit in there you know i'm, I'm sure yeah. i could have like drank whiskey every night before the show and that would have put some edge on it but, yeah, yeah. but uh you, but know. you were already doing that so you already did that anyway so, yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> that was, yeah. um, but uh, no so i just learned to take some of the air out of my voice and yeah, and, yeah. and try to rough it up a little bit without like without hurting it yeah. you know but did you do um, that by uh, 
just by your own listening as you're going, or is there any kind of like coaching involved? No, I just I just listen and thought I need to you know because yeah. like Wes Hightower did some of the background vocals of okay. record, and I and I I've, I've done some stuff with Wes in studio, and so I hear in his voice, I'm like, okay, I I know how Wes's voice is different from mine. Yeah, yeah. And so therefore, I need to I know what changes I need to make right. to at least try to get yeah, to yeah. go down that road vocally, yeah, yeah. you know. That's, and then yeah. um, and then you know one thing that and one thing that I had to do and, and Jamie does it better than I do is is even if you know your parts backwards and forwards you literally have to watch the singer's lips oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. for cutoffs it's, a, it's amazing how many times they will sing a note a little longer mm-hmm. or a little shorter than the recording and if you're if you're still holding and, mm-hmm. and they decide to cut short. Yeah. Guess what? You, even you though even, even, <laughs> even though they're the ones that yeah. changed it, you sound like you, you made the, you sound like you made the mistake. Yeah. to follow. Yeah, you know? I, I did that once uh, with a Julie gig, and she has like an ad lib that there's no BGB on in the like the record, mm-hmm. but she always does it. And we, you know, I, I've been playing with her for a little while. <laughs> she goes, uh, it's like near the end of the song, so it's like. A, Kind of like a big little, you know, a big note, a big little note. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. <laughs> I know exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so it's like a little ad lib between the two phrases, and she always does it. So I just like I was like getting into it, and I just go for it, you know, the harmony over it, and she just doesn't do the ad lib. Oh. <laughs> so it's just me taking a little solo near the end of the song for like two it's seconds. It's a harmony thing too, so it doesn't even sound that. No, melodic. no, yeah. it's not a good anything. It's just me. And I'm like. <laughs> It just looks like I was like really into oh, it, and yeah. just like throwing in my own two cents. Oh yeah, you <laughs> like, you're doing great. So let me fantastic. let me throw in my own little thing here. <laughs> but but yeah, so and it's because I wasn't. I don't. I probably wasn't watching in that moment. But I do try mm-hmm. to like whenever I do it, like yeah, look right at yeah. right at. And it kind of helps. I think people like visually to see mm-hmm. like it looks like more of a connection because yeah. the person's really like literally following everything you're doing. Exactly. Yeah, they, they, they might do the same thing nine shows in a row, and then that tenth night, they just might feel something else. Right, right. And, and that's what they're supposed to be doing. And the they might just decide to take a breath and not sing that ad lib. And if, yeah. like I said, if you're out there, you're out there, even though you're like, it yeah. was on your record, but I didn't sing it, so guess who's wrong? The artist right. is never wrong. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. The artist it's is never always, wrong. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, even... Even watching, you know, Jamie sing with Carrie all those years, like I would see Carrie take these liberties rhythmically, where she would hold notes out a little longer, and and um, sometimes she'd hold them out really long, and and um, I would just be amazed. I'm like, how did you know she was going to do that? Of right. course, you didn't know. I mean, she was just like eagle eye watching those yeah, lips, yeah. watching her. Her, you know, her, 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 her stomach yeah, inhale, yeah. And yeah. exhale, like, like oh, she's you know, going for it. Oh, she's going oh, for yeah. it, or you <laughs> yeah. know, just just seeing how you know those movies. I mean, the same thing with Jackie and Gretchen and Danny Goki, and just you have to watch them. Right, you right. have to because you know, whenever they decide to come in and sing, or however long they decide to, how much longer, they're always right. Right, yep. of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's and you may think, well, how am I supposed to know? I'm not I'm not a mind reader. You can't be a mind reader, but you can be a lip reader. Yeah, you really can. And it just takes that extra step and discipline to say, I'm going to watch your lips yeah. like a hawk. Mm-hmm. And do now if they're your back's turned to you, there's nothing you can do about it. Right. But, you <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah. Right. You just do what you can. Just making the effort. And they are and they'll they'll appreciate. It. I mean, there was times that Danny would be like, Dude, how'd you know tonight? Yeah. yeah. That, that one thing, like, I was actually trying to shake you a little bit. Just <laughs> just for fun. Because yeah. we, we got I got really close with Danny. 
He's like, dude, I can never shake you. He's like, you're like my shadow. <laughs> I was like, as long as you don't turn your head, yeah. I will never leave your side. <laughs> I, will, exactly. I will be there. So no, that's great. And um, that's what you're gonna you're gonna shadow me every time I sing "Lead Into Story Road," aren't you? You're gonna be my shadow. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah. So for those of you like, that why like is Brandon holding right? that note so long? I am trying to shake Jamie. Get <laughs> off the yeah. competition. Whoever can shake that person right. the most. It's, all right. So before we bump then into Two Story Roadland, what would be so BG, you guys both did BGBs then for, mm-hmm. for a, a while. Because mm-hmm. once you were not doing the pub deal, then you were full-time with, with Gretchen. Yeah, I was out with Gretchen okay. for about two or three years um, mm-hmm. as her piano player and background vocalist. And then... Um, that was straight after that. Well, right after that, I think I got the Carrie gig. And you were with Carrie for, right, for a six couple, years, right? Is that five-ish, five? yeah, okay. right around five years. That's so a long time. Yeah. Long time. And then about two years into that, you got the call from Goki. We tried to have a thing where only one of us was on a, a major tour at a time. Yeah. Because that way one person was always home, home. to take care of things. Plus, yeah. they could, that person could always come travel and see whoever's out on the road. Yeah. 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 Or yeah. if one of us was gone for a long time, at least when we came home, the other there. one would be there be as there. opposed to being off on their own tour. Yeah. So, but Which, when... Oh, go ahead. It was just when the Danny Goki thing came up. Uh, I kind of made, I made Brandon take that gig. I love Danny so much from American yeah. Idol. I was like, she you have was, to take that job. She was raving about him the whole time he was on the show. Like, Brandon, you got to see this guy, Danny. He's, He's awesome. So He's good. awesome. And so I remember when I got the call from a friend of mine saying, hey, there's a guy from Air American Idol that's looking for a, you know, a band. And, and, and I was like, who is it? And it's Danny Koki. And I just laughed. And I said, yeah. so let me get back to him. I came downstairs and I said, like, I remember telling you, I was like, You'll never guess who I got offered to go out and tour with. And she's like, who? And I said, Danny Gogi. She goes, oh my gosh, you're taking that job. <laughs> and I'm like, what about our one tour rule? Oh, we'll be fine. Right, right. I love you. You live you and me. We'll be fine. <laughs> she goes, I want to meet Danny Gogi. You're taking that job. <laughs> That's so. great. Well, actually, that transfers in then to, so like when you, uh, as a, a couple then, what's the best way, you know, that you guys had, that's what you were saying is part of it, but like for trying to balance you're on the road all the time. Even if even if one of you is home, you're still separated. So mm-hmm. did you have anything? Obviously, you're still together now. So <laughs> you've made it this far. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. So mm-hmm. so what's, what what made you make it this far versus, you know, the other people that, you know, lose it mm-hmm. after a year or two of being separate all the time? Interesting question. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't think there's like, yeah. there's like one way to, to make it, um, to make it work. I think what it comes down to is whether you're whether you're traveling apart all the time like we are, or you're home every day and you both work nine to fives and you see each other, see each other every evening. Yeah, marriage is work. It takes work, and you have to. You know, if if you want it to work, you'll find a way to make it work. Mm-hmm. It's like anything else. Like if you want it bad enough, like you'll find a way. Right. And so. You know, and and I've you know, and people that I've toured with that are married. I mean, everybody does it differently. I mean, I remember a, a guy who would call his wife um, right before he went to bed every night, and they talked for like ten minutes. And I mean, that was his thing every every night, yeah. nonstop. He, you know, without fail, he'd call. One thing that one thing <clears throat> that that we started doing early on, and just it just worked for us better, is that we would. Um, we would text and call several times throughout the day, but maybe only for just a minute or two, as opposed to the 10-minute phone call, 15-minute phone call at the end of the day. But it would just be, like, especially, like, if, if, if I was home or she, or she was home, whatever, it's like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just, 
I'm on my way to Walmart and then I'm going to go to the bank and then go hang out with so-and-so. For us, we like the fact that we could hear those little, or like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm getting ready to go to catering and then I'm going to go to rehearsals. Like right. the same thing. You're experiencing but the day together. You're experiencing the day because I'm pretty sure if we only talked once a day, going to Walmart to buy oranges or whatever, <laughs> like probably wouldn't have made the highlight reel. Right. And I wouldn't have known about that. So marriage, successful marriage is about going to Walmart. And buying oranges. So, <laughs> so but you know, like <laughs> I would, and I would hear, like I would hear guys talk to their wives like, oh, the show was really great. Blah, 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 and they wouldn't, say anything about well dude you little things like the little yeah. like yeah yeah you know yeah the walmart the walmart trips ever the walmart things of the day yeah that, yeah you know because those are the kind of things that even if we were home she would say if we were both here she said hey i'm going to walmart okay <laughs> we let each other know we're yeah. leaving and so we would we would talk you know six or seven times throughout the day and yeah. they only sometimes they'd be for a minute two minutes and they were nonsense oh, details. Yeah. But, but that's what being in a relationship but is. You felt parts of day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so, little... I mean, for us, that, that worked. And I mean, the, it, And then when we were home from our gigs, both of us here at the same time, we would spend all day every day together. Non-stop. Oh, <laughs> cuddling nonsense. But like, you know. <laughs> that's what you do, man. Right? You cuddle. That's, that's right. Yeah, but if she, you know, <laughs> if she was going to the grocery store and I n- normally wouldn't go, I, I would go. Yeah. Or if right. I was going to go buy jeans or whatever, like, like we okay. would go, we would run every errand together, okay, regardless yeah. of like, I can't believe that I'm going to, <laughs> you know, the grocery store or I'm going with you to go buy whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I would right. never go. This is something you do, but that's how those are kind of things. Yeah, yeah. We made those are afraid of. Just being intentional, probably. Yeah. Keeping in yes. Mind. Yeah. Like, hey, we're we're home for forty eight hours, like. If you're going to the store, I'll go to the store with you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just to... um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, you look back and sometimes the little things do become the big things. Yeah, yeah. It's always... So... Well said. That was was how, like I said, and I, and like the guy who talked to his wife, they're still unbelievably happily married. And and there's, like I said, there's not really one for... But if it doesn't end up that way, we'll know... We'll be able to point will. at him and say, hey, should have told you about the oranges. Walmart and the oranges. <laughs> oranges. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah, we, but, but you, you can visualize those things. Like, oh, I can see you're going to Walmart. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, it's, it helps with this. Of course. It may be a 60-second conversation, but it gives you imagery. Yeah. And it's like, oh, cool. I'm just going there. Okay, I've, I've been to the Walmart, been to the bank. And yeah. I, 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 if, and you kind of feel like you're home. Right. With them. Was it intentional at the time, or was it just naturally the way when you guys were separated, it was like, we're going to tell each other these things, or or was it like we should be on top of this kind of or a combination? It wasn't really intentional. No, it was just sort just... of call me when you wake up. Right, right, right. Okay, call me after lunch. And okay. you get used to it then. Call me before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So before you hang up after the two minute conversation, it's like all right, I'll talk it, to you. In yeah, a talk to you in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And you know, we sometimes it, was, it would just be texts. Yeah, you know what I mean, going to catering. You know, catering is awful today. Catering is fantastic. They have blah blah blah. Right, blah. Right. You know what I mean? And again, those probably wouldn't make. The if I, you know, reel. the highlight reel at the end of the day, if we were doing one massive call, like right. you wouldn't believe how good the enchiladas was at catering today. But at the time, it was the highlight of that moment, of, course, of that yeah, hour. Yeah. So I told you know. Yeah. So basically, you're saying that if we were 
married pre-cell phones, we wouldn't survive. We, would, <laughs> we never would have survived. It would be a lot harder with, with the touring or any kind of life. No, all those people that, that did that, letters. you know, from the 70s. Yeah, you definitely whatever. don't put Walmart Woo. in letters. No, you don't put that in letters. <laughs> a week ago. Or on your payphone call every four days. No. Four yeah. days from now, that's you right. will find out about my Walmart experience. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's, uh, exactly. no, that's cool. That's a good, that's, it, that, I mean, that's what I think. I know when I've like come out of relationships, some, the thing you miss sometimes the most, especially with texting, it's weird now, but you do, you can be in communication all day kind of. Mm-hmm. And so you get so used to that. And, mm-hmm. and that's when you do, it's, there's no value in it information wise. It's not like, oh, I'm, I know so much more about you because I know you went to Chick-fil-A today, right. but you know what they went to Chick-fil-A and for whatever reason, because you care about them, it means something. Exactly. Yeah. Which is, exactly. I guess. Because you yeah, just want to know. It means something. Yeah. All right. So you guys are both on the road for a long time doing the, the background vocals and also playing mm-hmm. uh, for you, Brandon. Um, the, then you decide you want to venture into, well, you've been thinking about it for a while, uh-huh. but Two Story yeah. Road uh-huh. is, is your current project. Yes. You both came off the road to pursue it. So uh-huh. fill people in as to what that looks like and how that kind of came about. All right. Yeah, country country duo, and we just um, you know we we had we had sung together so much just over the years, studio and demos, and just yeah. here and there, and and um, I think I think after a while the 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 shine and sheen of being apart was starting to be like, man, this is starting starting to get the touring thing. That's the thing that I understand. Like the touring part was awesome. Yeah, but. Touring does a weird does a weird thing to you. It gives you this kind of um, temporary state of independence. I mean, okay, in a relational it, sense or in just a just in a personal sense okay. of just of just you know living a lifestyle to where you're in a hotel every night. You don't ever make your bed. You don't ever put your dishes away in catering. You wake up, food is just there for you. Everything is just there for you. You walk out on stage, your equipment is just there waiting for you. Mm-hmm. And it makes you feel like, I can do whatever I want, whenever I want. As long as I'm, as long as I'm here at rehearsal at this time and I'm here and then, yeah. everything is taken care of me. And so you do that. You don't that. even drive. People right, drive you right, everywhere. Right. You go months it's, without yeah. driving a car. Yeah, it's and so, really weird. So to, you know, to do that for you know, almost a whole year, and then you come home for Christmas break, whatever, Yeah. and Jamie and I look at each other like, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry, do too. Something. Do something. <laughs> you do something. Who does something? Like, yeah. You know? And then we look at the dishes afterwards, and I'm like, oh, I'm weird, like, there's so uh, many dishes in the sink. Jamie, the dishes have been there for like a day and a half, and she's like, I know, I was hoping you would notice that. And I'm like, well, you understand, I don't, I mean, yeah, you, yeah. Get, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's it's tough to come out of that. It's a lot of adjusting. Right. It's a it's, it's a ton of adjusting. Yeah. Um, it's adjustment going on the road and it's adjustment coming off the road. Right. It's just two always totally different two worlds. totally different lives. So we just kind of got tired of it and we just kind of thought there was all it always it always took us it always took us a few weeks every January once we would be home together. Mm-hmm. Um, it would always take us a few weeks to kind of like get acclimated as as husband and wife and mm. and not to say that you know there was no love lost but as far as just your daily routine right. of of okay so i've got one pair of socks left and i need laundry done and just i mean you wouldn't believe like you do you don't just come home from from being gone and just snap back into oh, that course, yeah. mm-hmm. um 
and uh, it would always be and and the whole time you're thinking why is it why is it so awkward right now like why is nothing getting done why can neither one of us just man up and say okay i'll start the new dishes again because it takes time yeah, yeah. To, to get out of that mindset so so that's why we started two-story road that's why we decided you know it's when we start talking like okay let's really take a look at what we're doing here right and, for our future let's and, yeah, start yeah. talking and about we this. thought you know we yeah. really we've talked about this so much you know let's seriously talk about what if right. what if we quit these great paying jobs yeah, that yeah. have security and mm-hmm. and did this ourselves and so we you know, we talked about it and kind of weighed it and and um you know, one of the, you know, I mean, we we both have, um, you know, we both want to have kids, but obviously Jamie being a background vocalist, like mm-hmm. that's kind of having having a, a baby is a career ending decision. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because people would ask all, all the time, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you sing with Carrie or whatever. Like, can you know, can you get me tickets next year's tour? And they're like, so when are you guys going to have kids? And I'm like, well, you don't, <laughs> not getting those tickets. You don't understand. If I have you, a kid. You can't have it both. Because yeah. if, That's right. If she has a kid, like. There will be no tickets. <laughs> you can get a, you can get a, you can get a, you know, you can drop your kid off at daycare from nine to five. You right. can't drop your kid off from January to March. You could try. <laughs> you, could. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you yeah. could just not come home for two and months. And here's the other but, thing is that um, unless you're the artist and you're paying for the bus, right. you can't take a kid out yeah. on the bus. It's not fair to the other band members yeah. for the same reason you can't bring a pet out on the bus right. unless it's your bus. Yeah. You're paying the bill. Mm-hmm. You're running the show. You can bring as many animals and kids and whatever you want to bring out there. Yeah, yeah. And so... You know, and that's why we've, you know, that's why we haven't had kids yet because it's like, well, I, I don't want to force her to like give up this gig. And because right. even, you know, even after you have the kid, even after you have the baby, it's like, you know, who's going to want to be away from their kids for, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks at a time? Right. You know, even if I was like, babe, go ahead, I'm, I'll be fine with the baby. No mom is going to want to leave their kid for that long at a time. Right. So just, yeah, you, you can't have it both being a band member mm-hmm. or at least being a girl I mean yeah. there were guys in the bus their wives would have kids but even them they were on the roads like man like I've I've missed the last you know every time I go home every six weeks I feel like I've missed so much yeah, yeah. you know a lot happens actually in the in the early years so yeah, yeah. that was another big thing about okay if we're if we're if we become the artists yeah you know well if you ever want a family you're either gonna have to give this gig up mm-hmm. or you have to kind of adapt it and right this is partially i mean part of the reason could be just it's a it's an evolution of now we can do but that. with mm-hmm. two-story road it's like hey we can have a kid and right. it's and it's we're not gonna lose our jobs because exactly. it's we're the artists and if we can jobs. take our kid mm-hmm. out on the road and you know what i mean that kind yeah. of thing and because we're gonna be ones paying the bills and yeah and um so yeah, so we 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 finally decided. Okay, we want to do this. We for wanted the to get some and for the babies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so true. And we wanted to get some. We wanted to get some sound yeah. advice before we decided to do that. And so um, the first, literally the first person we ever told Batusha wrote about, we went and sat down with Mark Bright, mm-hmm. who was had produced all of Carrie's records and also had produced Danny Gokey's. Okay, who yeah. we who and that, those were the two people we were touring at the time. Is that how you knew him then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we knew them through mm-hmm. that, and and because he would come back and forth from Danny's rehearsals to yeah. Gary's rehearsals, and so we got to be good friends with them, and, and we had known him for, gosh, probably three, maybe four years at this at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And we thought if anyone, you know, if he says don't quit your day job, 
he actually knows what our day jobs are. <laughs> but he, we also knew he was a good enough friend that he would be honest and saying, yeah. I love you guys, but don't do this. Yeah, yeah, or, I mean, he, you know, it's Mark Bright. He knows music row inside and out. It would know the landscape of, so we went and said, you know, we have a kind of a left field idea. It's going to shock you, but we're thinking about leaving these gigs and doing our own country duo. Yeah. And his first response was, I've been waiting three years for you guys to come and tell me this. Oh, cool. He's like, the first time I met you guys, I thought, that's a country duo right there. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, well, why didn't you say this three years ago? <laughs> yeah, right, right. You could have saved some time, you know? And, <laughs> yeah. And, um, and, uh, and then, you know, like the, the next sentence out of his mouth is basically, you know, I, I, I want to work with you guys. Yeah. I, I want to be, I want to help. That's cool. Which was just, that's a huge like, affirmation. I mean, it's mm-hmm. one thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's how, you know, so the first person to get on the on the train of Two Story Road was Mark Bright, and I'm like, all right, that's a good first step. Yeah, exactly. and that and that made us feel good about because yeah. it is. It's like, how do you, you know, how do you lead Gary Underwood? Right. I mean, it's oh yeah. As far as being a background vocalist in country music, I mean, that's the game. She's one of the yeah. she's one of the best of all time. Yeah. You yeah. know, and and I mean, what do you? I mean, how do you go higher than that? You know right. what I mean? I mean. You know, unless you go with someone like a Martina or Faith or one of those other epic, but it's like she's, you know, she's one of the people you would aspire to always sing most with. And, yeah. And um, so, yeah, our little he's anxious for the our little, our little yes. dog is so, so curious. Come on. Um, those what is what's you, name again? Rody. Rody. Yeah, she's so curious about like all this stuff. So, hey, Rody, yeah. come here. Hey, come here. Come no two-story road. That could be she's the two-story Rody. road. Okay. That's why we named her that. Before we even got her, we knew we wanted a dog named Rudy. That's that's good. I like that. <laughs> Thanks. Um, she is just restless but, um, tonight. Yeah. So we um, we worked on Two Story Road for a while while we were still on tour with mm-hmm. Carrie and Danny. Just obviously, very quietly, just just writing and planning and just trying to figure out what this was going to look like and mm-hmm. and doing um, some photo shoots and yeah that's just that's just, just some all great bands start as photos that's what i did in high school so i just we took pictures of ourselves as a band when we, yeah. we became a band we took pictures of ourselves and then about a year later we started writing songs oh <laughs> the first step is the pictures yeah, exactly. what are we going to wear right that's exactly right. The imaging um, is more important than the music. So, <laughs> and then once we, you know, we did that for a while, and once we felt like we kind of had a grasp and we had a plan of w- what our first steps were going to be, then, um, you know, we we stepped down from our touring jobs. And yeah. January of 2013 was when we was the first month of we yeah. are unemployed yeah. and loving it. You're in two story road. This is yeah. this is now the full time. I mean, we didn't. We've yet, and we've never had a we never got a part-time job right, it was right. like you know, and you, you'd had a cushion i imagine then savings wise yeah yeah like, we we knew we knew a little bit into it like okay let's try to save 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 right, save right. and because um, who knows how long before anyone's going to pay us money to hear us <laughs> sing you know what i mean right. you just don't know oh yeah it's and, it's a really weird concept too when you sit back from it it's it's easier to be like i get paid to do i i'm a work for hire for this artist yeah. and then when you start being like I want people to love, like, I think I'm good at music. I think I'm so good that people will ask me to come play for them. And they're also going to, like, give me money for it. Like, right. when you really take a step back from it, it's like, really? I, mm-hmm. How does this even work? Did people right. actually get paid for Like, yes. And then it starts, once it happens, and you kind of get used to it. Get, but, yeah. but it is such a weird concept when you step back. It really Especially is. if you're home yeah. for a month and you're like, well. Yeah. Right. This is, 
I'm just, what are we doing? Yeah. 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 I'm really good, people. Call right, me. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> pay me. And I think you should. And I'm so good. You would, so entertaining. You should feel good about paying me. <laughs> That's right. That's how good I am. Exactly. Yeah. You should feel great about this deal. Exactly. Right. You're paying me, and I'm just doing this. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nuts. So, and how you said 2012? Is that 13. Oh, 2013. Okay. January 2013 is when we kind okay. of launched Two Story Road. And okay, so you did our first. We're doing it for coming on up right then on. Two, um, it'll be two um, years. It'll be two January. years. We had our first show then. January 29th, right? Mm. Yeah. Of Music City Roots. Yeah. Loveless Cafe. and Great. Yeah. And, uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, but they have gluten in them, so we've never oh, had them. Oh, no. Both of us being gluten free. Literally the best things. In the world, so we have gluten in them, right? Right, <laughs> yeah, that could also be the sentence. I, I went to Loveless Cafe with my old roommate once, and when my dad came to town back when we were in school, and I called the biscuits buns, which you know what, tomato, tomato, yeah. sure. Um, but I guess I think it's also a southern thing because in New Hampshire, it's it's bread, it's mm-hmm. not sure. nobody cares about the names, just put it in your mouth. And, mm-hmm. Um, and but I, I've literally gotten crap for it ever since. Anytime Loveless comes up, it's like, oh, how are those buns? I'm like, it's, <laughs> it's, and like the waitress though, he gave me like this look too. It was like everybody like turned on me. I was like, guys, it's I'm just saying these are like it's bread. Bread. I love the bread. He's some bread. But, yeah, but unfortunately, you guys, Funny. you can't relate. No, uh, we never tried no. it. It's all right. I mean, there's other things in life. Yeah, you know. there are. Um, but yeah, that was our first show. That was our first show, yeah. and very good. And so, yeah, and you guys are working. What's so? And this won't come out probably for at least you know a month or so. But what's the what's the public agenda at this point? What you want people to know as far as your next steps? Um. Well, we're getting we're getting prepared for our first official release, mm. um, you know, our first project, and um, with a single and music video and the whole the whole nine yards. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? To making all this stuff official and it's amazing how how much planning goes into it and right. how many meetings and how well, many team members. Because you guys are doing like a team effort. You're yeah. not just yeah. being like because we well, we're CD. not yeah because we're not right. signed yet. So we have kind of built a team around us that um our little think tank mm-hmm. um we're very strategic and yeah, it's yeah. kind of our own little i don't want to it's not a it's not our own label but it's like our everyone's playing the role like we have you know we right. have a producer you know we have our manager um caa is representing us on the booking end and and um we have a consultant we have a consultant who's kind of playing the role the of that of that label yeah, executive yeah. who mm-hmm. kind of who can weigh in on everything from songs to imaging and just kind of has a wealth yeah. of knowledge and mm-hmm. so um we're trying to make sure that we have that that team that can kind of help us make um wise and educated decisions of course. and um you know because it's all it's all it's it's, it's all strategy lot. it is and it's a lot of yeah. stuff Go, a lot of planning goes into releasing a project. It's yeah. amazing. Because as you know, I mean, as everyone knows, there's a new CD coming out every hour probably on ET, iTunes. And and every night in Nashville, someone is doing an amazing EP you release party. Right, right. Mm-hmm. They are, and it's, and it's great. Yeah. So you have to figure out, okay, so how do we... Compete with that. Compete with... How do we make a... A splash to where people are going to notice, like, whoa, this is not yeah. the run of the mill thing. Well, even, and our um, manager said the other day, too, making a CD is the easy part. It's selling it. That's right, the hard really part. Yeah, yeah. And, and getting so, people to take notice of it yeah. amongst all, all, the all the others. Yeah. Um, 
But anyway, the goal is to have something out in the spring. I yeah. don't know what okay, that means yeah. exactly. Hopefully, you know, sometime in, I don't know, sometime before June, we're hoping. It's it's still a, sort of a goal at this point, but. Right, right. Um, but the, I mean, like I said, we're, we're really, really fortunate to have um, really, uh, really smart people and people yeah. that are, that are held pretty with high regards in Nashville and have great reputations and, right. and, um, and that, that also helps because, you know, when a guy like Mark Bright comes on it, um, it's kind of like junior high dance. No one wants to be the first person right. on the dance floor. Yeah. But I once there's a couple people out there, okay, now I'll go out there. Yeah. So, to, you know, getting I that, avoid it all together. getting that first yes, yeah. you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. being that we've got some pretty great companies surrounding oh, yeah. us, it definitely gives us a little more valid because people are going to say, well, all three of these people can't be crazy. If they're all, <laughs> if they all like Tusser, then there must be something there. Let's, yeah, yeah. let's at least give them a shot and, yeah. and listen to it. Of and course. So no, that makes sense. We're really, really thankful and very blessed for the people that have kind of hitched their wagon. Yeah. Yeah. To of us. Course. But we're also thankful that in the meantime, over the last several years since we graduated college, we've been able to make a living doing all yes. kinds of other things. Yeah, right. It's been so much fun. It's just and you know, that's, that's part of like what made journey. our name, our yeah. two-story road, was um, you know we're two people with with two up to stories. this point two different stories that mm-hmm. are finally traveling down the same road because we've been mm-hmm. on different yeah, roads, different cool. different tours, and actually didn't know that. And um, uh-huh. yeah, so two stories finally on the same road, but it. You know, and some people are saying, "Oh, well, you, you, you lost time when you were tra- when you were touring. Do you, do you regret that?" And no, because I mean, we are our, our fans that we've um, that we've picked up are some of the most amazing people you'll ever meet, and a large percentage of them, we either they knew about us from our tours with Carrie and Danny, mm-hmm. or in some kind of connection with that or they heard old oh, former ba- former back office of Carrie Underwood or Danny Gogan they go, oh I love Danny I love Carrie I'm going to check him out and it and it kind of gives us a little bit of a of a spark just on the story side and and, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't change that yeah. for anything because I there would be there would be fans that we wouldn't have right now mm-hmm. had it not been for those tours we did right mm-hmm. and that would be that would be a that would be such a huge loss, mm-hmm. and that would be that would be hard to think. Gosh, we wouldn't have, you know, some of these people that we yeah, have because of those because of because they mm-hmm. were loyal to those artists. Yeah. And these days, if you're loyal to an artist, you probably know people in their band as well, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you just get to know the whole. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with social media, you get to know the whole crew these days. You know the whole band. And so yeah, it's really it's really kind of made our story our own and right, kind right. of a unique thing. Very cool. What's the final question, I guess, with that then? Would, uh, for someone who's trying to break into, you know, doing music for a living, you, especially, you, networking is like the ultimate buzzword, and that's kind of what you're, you're touching on, is that you had that network. What would be, is there any, what's the most practical way that you could explain networking in the music industry to someone who's who's moving to Nashville or whatever because it's 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 one of those things that like everybody now knows that it's even with anything in college for any industry it's like the network you have is really what gets you jobs mm-hmm. and so people will be like oh networking but then mm-hmm. if you talk to the people who are in the industry they're like I hate it when you meet somebody and you're like this person is networking mm-hmm. like yes. so it's like this like covert but also like it's, it's really just building relationships it seems yeah. 
So is it, is it, is there, what's your best, I guess, piece of advice? So if you were to say, tell somebody that you met, you know, walking down Broadway, uh, I want to like that you, they need to network. What would your most like practical way of doing that be? If you have something. Yeah, you're so right. It can't be just like a flat out obvious, like, Hey, let's change numbers. And then you're schmoozing. Yeah. Like it has to be a friendship. It has to be genuine. I mean, yeah. Networking kind of puts the too much of a, even that word puts Pressure. too much of a, too much of mm-hmm. a corporate spin on it. You know what I mean? Just. Or climbing the ladder. Kind yeah. Of that whole thing. It's about, it's about, I mean. People want to help people it's that, about, they, that it's they, about, they like. It's about yeah. friendships. So, Cause like, yeah, that, yeah. that Jamie hit the nail on the head just like that. People like working with people that they have a track record with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they like helping people they genuinely like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, if you see, you know. If, if you're driving home and you see a buddy of yours walking from one campus to the other, it's like, oh, you need a ride. You know, you you just, that's that's human nature. You right. want to help out. He's like, oh, I know that guy. I can help him out. And so it has to be, it has to be real. Yeah. Um, and it's it's easy to spot the people that are like, wow, this guy is in full tilt networking mode. Right. <laughs> and There's like a tone and like yes. a professional, oh, I'm just you know, talking with you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just, and you he's can asking, tell it's not genuine. Yeah. He's asking all the like, you know the, the the cliche questions, and does he he really doesn't want to get to know me? Right, right. Um, you know, like I, I I network with like you know when even when we were getting to know you, it's mm-hmm. like I was trying to make sure you knew like right. We're just <laughs> and I was a big fish to land. We're just know, a right? fish. We're just but no, but it's like you want to get. To, it has to be genuine. Yeah, like yeah. hey, we're, I'm I'm a fan of what you do. Right. Yeah. And if there's anything I can ever do to help, yeah. there was yeah. no like you know I mean I. I think I told you, hey, if you ever need a studio, yeah, yeah, you record it, no chart, like you know what I mean? Yeah, I, but that was like you. enough where it was like doing. it was confirming that you were actually being genuine in your offer, but it wasn't like so Tuesday, come mm-hmm. over and we'll like yeah. get this rolling. It was yeah. like uh, just so you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, you can you can call or never call. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Just I'm a fan of what you do, and right, right. and I'm one more person who you can say, hey, I think I have someone that can help me. Yeah, out. yeah. Because we all need help at some point. Of course. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs help. us. Nobody nobody can do it all. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's just being genuine. Because, you know, if nobody knows who you are and what you can do, then phones, you won't do anything. Phone's never going to ring. <laughs> right, exactly. phones, yeah. The phone's never going to ring. Like and phone book and so I, you know, I think right. the, the trick in networking is, is leaving, leaving that meeting not putting any pressure on that person to have to to have to call you just let them know who you are and let you know and if you and if you do that enough you start getting calls you start you start you know but don't ever you know like someone someone asked me recently like you know so i had a meeting with someone about a job or whatever it was like how how soon should i follow up and say hey just checking in to see if you've made a decision yet. Cause she's like, I didn't want to pressure the person. Yeah. But I'm also like trying to remind trying them. to, re- but I'm like, Hey, should I keep looking? Like, do I not have a chance? And I said, you know what I would do? I said, like, I would wait. <clears throat> I would wait about maybe, I don't know, seven to 10 business days Yeah. and email that person and say, I just wanted to thank you again for taking the time to see me. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even bring up. Yeah, yeah. Have you made a decision on the job? They'll know. You can, and yeah, people yeah. know, but it's just a nice way to. But do it's it. a nice yeah. way of yeah. saying, yeah. 
you know, just wanted to say thanks again for taking the time to meet with me. I know you're really busy. I appreciate it. Yeah. And that's it. No PS, no, no nothing, questions. no questions. Just thank them for their time because, as everyone knows, like that's the one thing everyone has in common. Everyone's busy. Right. Whether you have a job, everyone's busy. Everyone's time is very valuable, and if you can, if you can, you know, show someone that you appreciated their time. Yeah. Yeah, and but and I mean another piece of advice though is just be social and be seen and yeah, yeah. go to any event you get invited to because then these people that you did meet somewhere you when they see your face yeah you just yeah. keep bumping into them and they see your face and go oh yeah that person is still around mm-hmm. they're still oh yeah maybe I should call them for this opportunity or that I mean that happened to us so many times yeah, this yeah. one producer kept bumping into us and going you know what that reminds me I have a job I can use every time we saw him yeah. we had a, we had a, a studio gig within like three days yeah. right right and it you know the whole out of sight out of mind kind of thing uh-huh. you know yeah. and and so, just perception yeah. being like there's even even for two story road, mm-hmm. there's there's little like what's a safe word to use? There are don't e- po- don't pick the wrong word. There are <laughs> events that happen that sometimes I'm like, man, I, I, I could I wouldn't mind having a night off and just right. staying in tonight. But we probably should go yeah. because so and so is gonna be there. And, usually and, 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 we, and we may or yeah. may not even have a chance to say hi to him or her, and it may just be just a quick hello. Right. But it would probably be good if we were seen there. Mm-hmm. Because if you, people, you know, it's out of, I mean, hey, it's no secret. Nashville's a tough town mm-hmm. to make it in. Mm-hmm. And there's people that you realize one day you'll wake up and realize, you know who I haven't seen in like two years? Right, right. That guy. That guy or that person, that <laughs> yeah. group or that thing yeah. or that, you know, whatever. And so it's just to let them know that, hey, Two Story Road, we're still here still and we are here. everywhere. Yeah. Right. And you were going to keep seeing us. <laughs> yeah. You saw us Change two nights ago at such and such's, you know, mm-hmm. honoring such and such. Right. You saw us tonight at this gala. Yeah. And you're going to see us head tonight at this thing too. Like, exactly. just yeah. let, we are here. You right. know what I mean? And sometimes just being seen, let people know, like, you know, like if you were applying for a job and you kept and that and that person interviewed, like, man, I've seen this person three or four house. times. Oh, yeah, hang outside their house. <laughs> you know, rake their leaves. That stuff is totally time. acceptable. That's acceptable. Right. Yeah, it's just right you know, and just leave a note down. saying anytime. Yeah, <laughs> no, but the more they see, it's like, man, this. I'm seeing this person in this circle a yeah. lot. Like this person's a go-getter. They yeah. really do. They really do want to be here. Right, right. It goes a long and way. And it's not in a way that it's like, I keep calling you specifically, but they see your go-getter just in, in every aspect. Because yeah. it's it's tiresome if it's always, oh, this guy's a go-getter and he keeps calling me every day about this job. Exactly. They want to see the personality trait without feeling the nuisance of like, and now here's a decision I have to make. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, that makes well sense. Said. Yeah. Well, perfect. We can, um, I guess before, the last thing before we wrap it up, um, I like to end with something that's less music related to keep us, you know, related to the young ones and all that. Uh-huh. Um, so let me see what I want. Uh, all right, both of you favorite TV shows right now? Ooh, ooh right now? They can be different. Ooh. They don't have to be the same because you're married, but it would be better. Yeah, be a better sign for marriage. We have some old, show. old school favorites. All right, or it could. Mm, let's do right now. Let's keep it. Let's keep, keep it, it relevant. <laughs> Shoot. I was gonna say we always have at least. 20 episodes of Friends on yeah. our TiVo at any, at any one time. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because we just, we, just tell it, we just tell the TV to record always Friends. Recording. And, it's always and they, there's like probably th- at least three or four channels that yeah, air. Yeah. So at any point, like if there's ever nothing on TV, yeah. 
Friends. We've got Friends to watch, oh, but that's. Have that's, you seen all of Friends? Oh, at this point, okay, several times. Well, it's, it's embarrassing. <laughs> that's like, me and How I Met Your Mother. Oh, me too. Oh, yeah, us yeah. too. I I can quote those are two. One of those. Yeah, yeah. We have yeah. Friends. How, we probably have I think twenty five Friends as of earlier, and probably. 42, How About Your Mothers. Oh, yeah. I didn't know if we were talking friend friends at that point. 25 friends. <laughs> like 25 and friends yeah. uh, and 50 mothers. mothers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 50 mothers. We come from a large. Were we happy with, without any spoilers, it's been a while now, were we happy with the finale of How I Met Your Mother? <sighs> it was definitely some mixed emotions. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I think that was kind of what they went for. Yeah, that's what they were going for. Now, the Friends finale... Ross got Rachel. I'm happy. Okay. <laughs> I don't actually, I've, I've watched Friends because it's always on, but I've never uh-huh. like gone all the way through. Really? Oh. So well, I, I just gave away the ending. Fan. Well, yeah. that's all right. I mean, you know, it's, yeah. it, it's, it's not really the kind of show that needs to always yeah. wonder. Chronological. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but let's see current shows. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have a lot of favorites. We, uh, we yeah, because, because we're married, like very seldomly am I like watching a TV. Well, yeah. there are a couple things that, that I watch that you're kind of like, all right, I'm going to just be <laughs> walking around. I'm going right. to, you know, I'm going to uh, be... Like Gold Rush. <laughs> I love Gold Rush. I've never seen Gold oh, Rush. It's, it's not like that something. good. There's a, I might there's, be a Jamie on this one. You know, yeah. it's funny. There's like four or five different characters that they follow. <laughs> and there's one kid on there who's 19 years old. Okay. Yeah. And his name is, his name is Parker. And so, and they've been following him a lot more this season because it's his first year being the boss. Oh, like wow. last year he had like a co-boss and like... And yeah. so it was funny. So like, when she was, she I'll walk was, in the room and be like, "Oh, Parker." <laughs> oh, Parker, Parker. Parker and she's like, again. "Oh, Parker, you knew better than that." I'm like, "You don't even know Parker." And I said, <laughs> I asked Parker. him. I said, I asked her. I said, "Do you even know Parker's last name?" And she goes, Rush. "Gold Rush." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Jamie. His name is Parker Goldrush. <laughs> Parker Goldrush. But no, okay. I don't know why. And I'm not like this big outdoors. Like I don't yeah. have a. I'm not like this mind guy. But I'm just fascinated by the show. That's yeah. great. We really like Castle. Love Castle. Castle. Really, oh, okay. Yeah, I've watched yeah. a little of that. Love it's Castle. Just, it's an amusing crime drama. Yeah, it's good. It's really funny. Because yeah. yeah, the. the well, I don't know if they're married. Now. They are now. They're, okay, they're just, now. okay, yeah. They just did. So the married couple, uh-huh. the couple, basically. That's yeah. Right. After like five seasons, they finally got partners married. Yeah. to couples. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We really like the blacklist. Blacklist. I've been told that's good. That's it's pretty cool. I need to jump Fantastic. into it. Fantastic. I'm always afraid to start a show because I always know I'll. I hear like uh, Breaking Bad. I heard oh. it was great, oh. and I was like, I don't think I'll like it though. And then oh. I watched it. And I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen Us in my life. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And but Wait. I always do that with the TV show. I'm always like, I don't think I'll like it. I don't it. think I like but it. it. But it, okay. there's a reason why a bajillion people watch exactly. Shows. So and true. We watched. Exactly. <laughs> we, we hadn't ever seen so we hadn't seen any episodes. We didn't think we would like oh, it. Yeah. Breaking Bad. We didn't think we'd like yeah, it. It's like some chemistry teacher. Cooking math. Yeah, like cooking math. No. Whatever. No. You know. I don't do math. No. I don't like chemistry. I don't. You know. <laughs> I, I can't relate to the guy. So yeah. there's what five seasons? Yeah. We watched all of them. Which is what a total of what sixty? Like sixty. They're long. Sixty-three yeah. episodes. We watched and, sixty-three yeah. hour-long episodes. I think it's six seasons, isn't it? In, or is it five? No, there's five seasons. Okay. The last season how, was two How cats. fast did we get through Breaking Bad? <laughs> four weeks. Four weeks. No. <laughs> yeah. I thought I went through it fast. Yeah. That was a few months. It was four weeks. Wow, that's great. Did you, that, I, yeah, no, that's, I get it though. It was totally addicting. Oh, yeah. I watched it right after a breakup and it was, it was like therapeutic because I was like, well, at least I don't have a guy in my basement that I have to like maybe kill, maybe not. Totally. I'm like, I'm just heartbroken. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all I got. Yeah. You didn't so have to like was, feed him sandwiches. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm not like getting attacked by him. <laughs> we just right. recently got into, uh, pretty bad. We just recently got <laughs> into Scandal. 
Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, which mm-hmm. is like really interesting because it's like these, you know, it's, it's this agency that works in like the DC area and they, yeah. they like take care, quote, take care of Problem things nice. behind it. Take care of their problem solvers that are like right. outside of the law. Right, and right. it's um it's always somebody Excuse different, me. and it's sometimes it's politics, or whatever. But it's um it's a very interesting script. Huh. Um, well done. As long as so, it's well done, you say. But we don't. We only watch it on Netflix because that way we can see the whole season exactly. in mm-hmm. you know a matter of days. In like we just admitted <laughs> to in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, we watched The Biggest Loser. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen like an episode of that. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't. We love I, to root for those folks. Um, we do. Those, <laughs> those, folks. those folks. That's really terrible. <laughs> we do. We're just those cheering folks. them on the whole time. Yeah. Come on, guys. You know, it's funny, like, <laughs> if we ever get a craving for, like, something sweet at night, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I can feel so much better about myself eating this dessert while watching this show for some right, reason. Right, right, I don't know why. It's I think like, it's, it's a perspective thing. You're like, it's, it's not a... And it's weird because yeah. it should be like, man, like these guys are killing us all this time and I'm sitting here eating ice eating, cream. Eating ice cream. Oh, like, maybe it's like, well, I can eat this that. cake. You know, yeah. like, I'll eat it for you so you don't have to. It's one less bite you <laughs> exactly. have to eat. And you have to run 12 miles. For some reason, whenever, whenever we decide to have like a dessert night and, it's, and we're watching that, I'll be like... I'm surprisingly okay with eating this ice cream while watching the show. Just like, there's something right. wrong there. Yeah, I think it's because you've never had those biscuits, so you probably have a bit of you that's always like, I can't even get the full food experience. Yeah. So screw this, I'm eating this ice cream. That's right. right. Because we can. Watching the biggest loser, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, new girl? Yeah. Okay, I'm a fan of New Girl. Love uh-huh. New Girl. This season's good, I think. It's a, it's a you know, good I, I remember when it first started. And I didn't. I was, and she was like, "This is gonna be good." And I was like, "There's no dash, no. This is gonna yeah. be such a chick thing." And I was like, "Oh, she's got three guy roommates. Okay, Schmidt. cool." Mm-hmm. Schmidt He's is the Schmidt right there. Fantastic. So, so, and it, it was like, okay, and I it's like it's brilliant because yeah. like because she is very much like the alpha character, obviously. Right. But the guys, the characters of the guys, I, I, oh, I so I it's. You know, I wish they hadn't put the word girl in the title because I'm going to say, what shows do you like? And, and me as a guy saying, I like New Girl. Yeah. But, and Gold Rush. You can balance it out with Gold Rush. That's right. Sure, yeah. But yeah. Gold Rush. Gold Rush and, and New Girl. girl. <laughs> Parker Gold Rush. Right. And, yeah. Exactly. So, and I love Nick every time he moonwalks. Don't moonwalk away from me. <laughs> Whenever he gets uncomfortable, he moonwalks oh, yeah. out of the room. Yeah, yeah. Don't moonwalk into your bedroom. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's, it's a great show. All right. Well, I approve of, of all those. Good Gold Rush, I don't know exactly if I can jump on yet, but I haven't seen it, so I can't really... Just Google it's Parker Gold Rush. Parker. <laughs> yeah. No, you're fine without that Parker one. Parker Lawrence Gold Rush. I was like going through the days, like, Castles on Mondays, and then Biggest Losers on Thursdays. And oh, Shark Tank. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shark Tank comes out at the same time as yep. Gold Rush. Yep, yep. yep yeah, yep. Shark Tank is pretty awesome. Yeah, no, that's a good show. Yeah. All right. As entrepreneurs ourselves. Exactly. That's right. We learn so much. That's right. People in the business world who aren't in the business world. (laughs) (laughs) Pretend business people. Well, perfect. All right. Well, thank you guys. What's the best way for people to find two-story road stuff then? Jamie's phone number is... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'll just put that in the information. Awesome. Um, Uh, Two-story road Twitter and... Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, we've got Facebook and social media, all that stuff. But if they just go to two-storyroad.com, there's links... That'll take you to Everything. all of those places. Sure. We've got an artist page in CMT, and mm-hmm. so that's kind of a one-stop shop. Shoes. And you can even go to the tutorial.com and see our latest 
um, tweets and stuff. Tweets and okay. posts on Facebook, so you can kind of say, are these kind of people I want to follow or not? Right, right. And there's <clears throat> there's uh, tons iTunes. of music that yeah. you can stream and listen to, and cool. unfortunately, nothing is available on iTunes yet. Right. Because will, it hasn't been produced by Mark Bright yet. No, it hasn't. There's a bunch of demos and stuff on that there. I, that we produced here in our home studio. Right, right. Um, yeah. But uh, I would never charge people to listen to both of those, because it's just, <laughs> it's just stuff that I've done. It's just, yeah. you know, for people to kind of get their little palette of... Of, of the two-story road flavor. Yeah, and we're right. going to sound like... Yeah. Flavor of the road. Uh-huh. That could be a part of the website. One flavor of the pages. Of the road. Flavor of the road. Yep. You don't even have to pay me that much for it. So. Oh, yeah. yeah That's pretty good. good. We can already hear it now, like tabloids. Like, oh, rocky road. Two stories on a rocky two road. Two-story bumpy road. Picture of someone <laughs> licking the road right at the top. Maybe both of you. That could be the next photo shoot. Um, <laughs> the flavor of the road. Again, just, you know, we just spit all the well, awesome. Well, thank you guys. Yes, and, uh, thank you. Thank we, uh, you. Good luck with all of it, and I'll, I'm sure I'll keep in touch with you. And maybe in a year from now, I'll have you back on when you're famous. Yeah. Awesome. And, uh, <laughs> and we'll have more photo shoots. Yes. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye.